This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. James Golden, known popularly as Bo Snurdly. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Rush, rush. Oh, you know how this is, don't you? Yeah, Freddie Mercury in the voice. Queen. Another one. Bites the dust. That's right. Yes, I am. That's right, another one's bit in the dust. That's right, lads. And this time it's a lot of the liberals that work at, uh, apparently, at Twitter who feel that they've been uh, abused by the new owner who hasn't even moved into his office yet. We have with us brilliant man, Richard J. Schinder. Am I pronouncing your last name right? You are, you are. Thank you. Thank you. And now your company... This name is so amazing. Is it Theatine or Theatine? It is Theatine. Theatine. Partners, you have a brilliant piece today. Brilliant in the hill. I read it and I was just like, wow. I have I'm always amazed at people like you that can put such amazing thought. Your, your thoughts are so coherent. One of the things you said, at issue are freedom of expression on the one hand and content moderation on the other. Defenders of content moderation on social media, whether they do so directly or implicitly, place greater value on some forms and substance of speech than on others. What is often lost in the fog of battle over speech is that free expression and authentic content moderation are not necessarily at odds. Can you explain the rest of that? The the, the headline, by the way, for anyone that wants to go to the Hill... Elon Musk Twitter purchase brings free speech into sharp focus. Have at it, Richard. So, yeah, yes. Well, again, thank you for having me on this afternoon. So I, I thought that you know certainly you know and stepping back, I mean, I I'm a financial services professional, so I typically write on capital markets, economics, and corporate governance topics. And Elon Musk's bid for Twitter really gave me the opportunity to expand my range a bit and focus less on the nature of his bid for the company and more on his reasons for doing it. And when he initially disclosed the size of his holdings in Twitter and was considering initially considering taking a board seat, I noticed that the public debate about you know, his role in the company going forward centered on concerns that under his influence or, or now under his ownership, that content moderation would be at risk. And I thought that that was sort of a curious term, content moderation, for what is, I think, you know, your listeners would probably agree is is really speech suppression. And so as I reflected on the treatment that had been afforded the New York Post uh, with the Hunter Biden laptop story, and, you know, more recently, the suspension of the Babylon Bee for, for, you know, for making a joke uh, that I guess was was considered 
beyond the pale by the content moderators um, at Twitter, um, it occurred to me that the concept of content moderation was being mischaracterized in the manner that Twitter was using it. So, I mean, I think that most people think of content moderation, um, you know, as properly applied as, as removing profanity or threats or, you know, posts about how you can make $700 a week working from home for only two hours a day, things like that. <laughs> yeah. um, but, but, you know, but, but not, you know, suppressing speech, you know, that, um, you know, that moderators might, might deem distasteful. Right. And so now what do you think, now that he's bought this and now that, now that this is a reality and you see some of the employees of Twitter just having a cow, the left, some of the headlines, um, Musk buying Twitter alarms Democrats. You have, it seems to me, the whole left and progressive movement are lined up to declare that, okay, democracy is dead at Twitter. This is the end of democracy as we know it. Do you actually think that's going to be the outcome of this purchase? Well, I, I don't, and, and I, I don't pretend to know exactly, you know, how how Mr. Musk will implement his vision with Twitter as a private company um, for protecting and, and promoting free speech on the platform. But what I, I guess what I've really been taken with in, in hearing, you know, sort of the you know the the lamentations and the you know the the, the hair shirt, you know, cries of of the left is. You know, that perhaps the mask has slipped if if the notion and again, how how it ultimately manifests remains to be seen. But if you take Elon Musk at his word that that his vision for the platform, which, by the way, has has been echoed and and endorsed by Jack Dorsey, um, you know, the former CEO and current board member, that. You know, his he views his job as as removing the bots and removing you know the suppression and and um, you know uh, shadow banning and you know other techniques techniques that are applied in the algorithm you know that have the end result of of suppressing speech. If you take him at his word, and that is such a bogeyman for the left, well then it, I think what it really suggests is that. Again, the mask has slipped. Is that oh? So what you're saying is that that's not what this platform, you know, has to date been about. And those things give you pause. And then I think that takes one, you know, down a, a slippery slope of okay, well, if if competition, whether it's in the form of a, a free market of ideas or competition in the form of, of free markets more generally, in the, in, in the nature of capitalism, you know, are bad, then then what is it you're really promoting? Exactly. <laughs> and that would be the point. Richard, thank you so much. We hope to hear from him and have you back on the program. I just love this this column, and thank you. Um, we look forward to having you back. Thanks so much for being with us. I would love to be back. Thank you so much for having me.